In this week's parsha, when the Torah is describing the carbon oil of a bird, the Pasuk says, The coin will bring it close to the Mizbeach. He'll do the procedure called Melika, which by a bird is the type of slaughtering instead of the regular Shechita. He will burn it on the Mizbeach. And the blood will be squeezed there on the wall of the Mizbeach. Rashi says on those words, that the Nimtzadomoy is an expression of mitz apayim. Rashi quotes a posik in Mishlei. The pressing out or the squeezing out of anger. Rashi brings another posik. Ki hametz. That the milking has ended. This is a posik in Yeshaya. This is a description about the downfall of Moyov. Where all of their richness will be gone. All the richness that had, uh, had originated from the plenty of cattle and sheep that they had, and that will be over. Rashi then goes on and explains how the squeezing of the blood actually happens. Koivish beis ashchita, he presses the neck of the bird, the place where it was shechted, onto the wall of the Mizbeach, and the blood drips down on the wall. The Rebbe has a number of questions on this Rashi. Seemingly what Rashi is trying to explain is the word venimtza, which is not a common expression. So Rashi brings some examples. But if that's the case, number one, why does Rashi have to explain how it was squeezed within the same Rashi? Usually that would be two separate Rashis, one the translation of the word, and then if need be, Rashi could explain in a separate Rashi how it was actually done. Also, why does Rashi need to have two separate psukim? And the Rebbe also asks, in that posseg that Rashi quotes, the first posseg that Rashi quotes, mitzapayim, the pressing of the anger, the squeezing of the anger, Rashi says, and brings an pr- explanation over there from another Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vayimetz Tal. This is a Pasuk that says about Gidoin, a Pasuk in Shoifte, when he wanted to know if Hashem is really going to be with him when he was sent out to lead the Yidden in war. And he made a sort of test, and he said, if the whole place around the wool that he had spread out will remain dry, and the piece of wool or fleece that he spread out on the floor will be wet with dew, that will be a sign that Hashem sent him, and that's exactly what happened. The piece was so wet that Vayimetz Tal, he squeezed the dew out of it. So Rashi uses that Vayimetz Tal to explain the word Mitzapayim in the Pasuk and Mishli. If that's the case, seemingly Rashi should have brought that Pasuk, the Pasuk from Shoiftim Vayimetz Tal, in our Pasuk. Number one, it's a Pasuk that appears in Tanakh before Mishli, and number two, Rashi's explanation on the word mitzapayim in Mishlei is based on that Pasuk. The Rebbe also asks, within the two Pasukim that Rashi does bring, seemingly he should have brought brought it in the opposite order. The second Pasuk that he brings, Ofeis HaMeitz, is a Pasuk in Yeshaya, which appears in Tanakh, before the Pasuk mitzapayim in Mishlei. And finally, the Rebbe asks, in the Pasuk in Mishlei, in the Pasuk of mitzapayim, the word mitz appears three times. First, the Pasuk says, Mitzchalov, that the, the milk that's under pressure, Yoytzi Chemo, will produce butter. Mitzapayim, when the nose is under pressure, Yoytzi Dam, that will cause blood to come out. And then it says, Mitzapayim, when the anger is pressed out, when a person pushes out, expresses the anger, Yoytzi Riv, this will cause fighting, this will cause arguments. Why does Rashi choose the third time Mitz in the Pasuk rather than the first two times Mitz? Says the Rebbe, what Rashi is actually coming to deal with over here is not only the translation of the word venimtza. Rather, 
The word v'nimtza, which we said means will be squeezed out, it makes it sound like it's not that the koyin is squeezing, intentionally pushing, pressing the blood out. But rather it sounds like v'nimtza, it will be squeezed out, the blood will come out, possibly as a result of something else, maybe from the bird being burnt on the mizbeach, maybe from the actual malika. But this seems to be problematic because we know that the carbon oil of the bird is in many ways similar to the carbon oil of a behemoth. Now in a behemoth, we have the shechita, the slaughtering, by a bird you'll have the malika. By the behemoth you'll have the burning on the mizbeach, by the bird the same thing. But there's also an act of spraying the blood on the mizbeach. Seemingly, that would be missing by the word if the blood just by itself oozes out, comes out. And this is what Rashi is actually coming to say. That the nimsa, although it's a lotion that sounds that it's just being squeezed out, but it means that the koyin is doing something. The nimsa implies that the koyin is pressing it against the mizbeach. And this is actually why Rashi brings it in the same Rashi, this point that he presses it against the mizbeach. In other words, it's not just another point. Uh, by the way, how is it squeezed out? By pressing against the Mizbeach. That's the point Rashi is trying to explain that the Nimtza is going to be by specifically intentionally squeezing out the blood. And this is the Psukim that Rashi brings. But first, we said that in the beginning of the Pasuk Mitzapayim, it speaks about milk, that the result of the milk being under pressure, butter will come out and for the, from the nose being under pressure, blood will come out. But those psukim, those parts of the pasuk, are actually not going to be a proof for Rashi, because how does the how does butter come out of milk? It's not coming by pressing or squeezing the milk. The blood does not come from pressing the nose. Rather, it comes by beating the milk, by the nose getting some sort of bang or something like that, and then the blood or the butter will eventually come out from the nose or the butter from the milk. In fact, very interesting, in the original Sikha, where the Rebbe speaks about this, the Rebbe says the word butter itself, the English word is related related to the word batter, which means obviously banging and, and knocking and so on. So therefore, these psukim, these parts of the Pasuk wouldn't be approved, because what we're saying is, that it's not the idea of pressing. Therefore, Rashi brings mitzapayim. What happens by mitzapayim? In the case of a person's anger, when he's pushing it, when he's pressing it, squeezing it to the outside, letting his anger out, that's when it's going to produce, as the Pasuk says, a riv, a fight. Now, this Pasuk won't be enough for Rashi, because here we're not speaking about a physical action of pressing the anger out. And therefore, Rashi needs another Pasuk, the Pasuk of Afes Hametz. What's that Pasuk speaking about? That Pasuk is speaking about, as we said before, the downfall of Moyov, and that there will be no longer any of, Afes Hametz literally is referring to the milking of their cows, and, and therefore it's referring more to a physical action. However, that itself still won't be enough of a proof because possibly it's not referring to the actual physical milking of the cow. Possible, possibly this possible is just describing, as I said before, the result, the richness, the honor that Moyev was having because of this. And therefore we need a possible mitzapai, which is clearly the pus, pu- person pushing out or squeezing out his anger. And between these two psukim itself, we understand that the word venimsa is number one. An act of pressing, of pushing, and it's a physical act that the person is actually doing. Now, why didn't Rashi bring that posseg that we spoke about before, the story of Gidoin, of squeezing out the dew? 
Because in that Posik, before the words Vayimetz Tal, the Posik says as follows, Vayyozar Esagiza, he presses, as Rashi explains, the fleece, and Vayimetz Tal Minagiza, and then the dew came out, was squeezed out of the fleece, a full bowl of water. In this Posik, because the words Vayyozar Esagiza already means pressing the fleece, Vayimetz Tal again, we could have then said, doesn't Mamash mean the idea of pressing? And therefore this Posik wouldn't have been enough of a proof. Because again, we're trying to say that the word venimta doesn't only mean that blood or water or whatever the case may be is coming out. We're speaking about that as an intentional thing of pressing it and squeezing it out. Now, why is it actually so important, specifically by the blood of the carbon, to press the, the bird, to squeeze the blood out? The Rebbe explains, because in other ways how things are squeezed out, for example, when the blood runs from the nose after it getting, getting a clop, getting beaten, so there's the first moment of impact, but then the blood is coming out by itself. But in order for the, the, the blood of the bird to be more similar to the blood of the animal that the coin is doing the full act of getting the blood, spraying the blood onto the mezbeach, it couldn't have been just doing some sort of little action and then the blood will automatically end up on the mezbeach, but rather it has to be in a similar way that he's pressing the bird and getting the blood directly onto the mezbeach. The Rebbe now turns to Yenish Shaltoyre to the Chsidis within the Rashi. We know, says the Rebbe, that the Ramban writes that when a person is trying to get a kapara from a carbon, he needs to imagine that all of the things happening to the carbon is as if it's happening to himself. He really deserved that it should happen to him. The idea of bringing the fats and the blood of the carbon in Avoidas Hashem would mean the fats represents a person's pleasure, the blood represents a person's enthusiasm, his koch, his excitement about something. We need to be giving all of that up to Hashem, being makrif to Hashem. And this is what Rashi says. How do you do that? That's through kvisha, through pressing. What does pressing represent? The avoid of iskafia, of bending, of subduing our Yetzirah. And through that, that causes the blood to ooze out, to go down, that all of the koch, the excitement, and the taivus of the world goes away. And this is what Rashi brings, the Pasuk of Mitzah Payim What does Rashi mean with this Pasuk? Here there's a hint for the whole general idea of sin, of Averus. And also the way of Tshuva and Kaporo. How is that? Well, first the Rebbe explains how Kas really represents all the idea of Averus. We know that it says someone that gets angry, it's as if he serves Avoidazara, as the Alt Rebbe explains in Tanya the reason for this, because he's showing as if he doesn't believe that what happened to him was caused by Hashem. So it's as if he serves Avodah which is really every Avodah. A person is separating himself from Hashem like Avodah in a certain sense. This is the deeper meaning of the Pasuk, Mitzah Payim Yoytziriv that Rashi brings. That through when a person does an Avodah, and specifically anger, but really any Avodah, that causes a Riv, that causes an argument, a separation between him and Hashem. Now that's as far as the Avodah is concerned. What about the Tshuva? Here too there's a message in Mitzah Payim Yoytziriv. That is... In this case, the pressing of the anger, so to speak, is more that the person is pressing it inside himself, keeping it down, subduing it, and also getting angry at his Yetzirah. Or generally, the idea that really in every Aveda, the way we deal with it is that we're pressing down and crushing and subduing the Yetzirah. That's the first part, the Mitzah Payim, the pressing down. And what happens as a result of that? Yetzirah, that's now you're causing a fight with the Yetzirah. The Rebbe says, in fact, that's why it says over here, apayim in the plural, because first there's the anger, or the fight that happens, chas the fight that happens with Hashem, but then when you're getting rid of the Aveda, you're pressing it down, now you're getting into the fight with the Yetzirah. Now the Rebbe concludes and says, seemingly a person could ask, 
Why is there this whole concept that there should be an Aveda, there should be such a descent, there should be such concealments, etc. This is why Rashi brings now the next Pasaki of Esamates, which we said is referring to the idea of milking an animal, a cow or, uh, or, or sheep, etc., goats. Says the Rebbe like this, regarding milk, the Gemara says there's really a Svara that it should be completely Asur. Either because the milk originated, as the Gemara explains, within the blood, or because it's part of a living animal, Avram and Achai, the Torah came along with a Chiddush and said, no, it's mutar. Not only is it mutar, but Eretz Yisrael is praised by milk, Eretz Zavaz Chalavadvash, which represents the whole idea of his hapcha. In other words, that which should have been Osir is now becoming something so amazing. Similarly in Ruchnius, the whole point that there could have been a quarrel, a fight, a uh, separation from Hashem, is ultimately that we should always transform the Yetzirah, transform the darkness into light, and through this, of course, causing the Ebishter, the greatest Nachas Ruach, which causes the Stalik, the Kutcher Bricha, the Ebishter's glory to shine in all of the Olamis.